ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Kenny the Jet, you know what I mean? Like, no, Kenny Smith. Those years are my favorite Rockets years. Born and raised in the biggest city in Texas, Robert Glasper was totally into the Houston Rockets who won back-to-back NBA championships in the mid-90s. Robert has even been known to rock his Rockets jerseys on stage. Growing up, his favorite player was Hakeem Olajuwon. Robert's mother, Kim Yvette Glasper, was a jazz and blues singer who often took her son to her gigs. Hakeem the Dream became a regular at Kim's performances. A Grammy Award winner who has played on albums with great artists ranging from Herbie Hancock to Kendrick Lamar, Glasper's probably best known for his all-star black radio series and his star-studded Blue Note residencies. As a kid, Robert thought maybe he'd be a baller himself, but it turned out he was much better on the keyboard. I'm LaChina Robinson. Those sweet, funky sounds you hear are the Budos Band. And this is Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. Now, please welcome Robert Glasper, Houston Rockets Huge Fan. Robert, today we're going to talk about something that you probably don't get to talk about very much is your favorite NBA team, the Houston Rockets. What was your introduction to the Houston Rockets? My introduction? Earlier on, um, I was in elementary school and my mom used to sing at this club. My mom was a, a singer. And the uh, she was a, a pianist and a singer, and she would do a lot of top forty shows and stuff like that. So she used to do this gig every week, um, um, at at, the, at this club in Houston, and Rudy Tomjanovich and Akeem Olajuwon were super fans of my mom. That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Um, Hakeem really he wanted to date my mom. Like that was a real thing. Wait, wait. Hakeem Olajuwon <laughs> was trying to get on with your mother. Hakeem Olajuwon was gonna holler at my mom. Some free tickets came out of that. Okay, we'll take the free tickets. I'll definitely take the free tickets. Came out like literally, they would go 
every other week to see my mom and she would take a picture. Hey, hey, look. And he wrote me autographs and stuff like that, you know? Um, so that's my, that was my like, you know, introduction to like, Oh, okay. You know, being a, being, being a, a Houston Rockets fan. I mean, I already knew who Akeem Olajuwon was, you know what I mean? But that just made it kind of like, you know, you know, right. So since your mom was getting tickets, you were probably attending games fairly early. Do you remember your first time attending a Rockets game or what the, that experience was like? Uh, I don't remember the very first time, but but I've been to a lot of them. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, it's nothing like walking into an arena, especially when you're that small, when you're that young. It's just like, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. You know, like, what is it's, it's all, all these people in the game, you know, and it's just like so much going on at one time. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, yeah, the first time I ever felt that was when I went, my dad took me to a Michael Jackson concert in Houston. But they were, yeah, yeah, took me to Michael Jackson. It was like, oh, you know, what's happening here? And then the next time I was in a place like that was a, was a Houston Rockets game. You know, man, you talk about exposure in your childhood. I need to call my oh, mom. Yeah. I, I didn't oh, yeah. get any tickets to NBA <laughs> games. I wasn't going to see Michael Jackson. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had a pretty good childhood. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. so you you mentioned Hakeem, obviously, but were there other players that you remember from your your early time as a fan, especially when you start to think about the 94, 95, you know, moving up a little bit in time? Matter of fact, I remember when 94, 95. When we won those two championships, I remember because uh, now I'm I live in LA now, so I always bring up the fact that what you call it, uh, what's the giant with Warren G? Uh, it was the clear, clear white moon, night, yeah. Clear Warren G's on the streets trying to consume, and it was cracking. That song was super That's cracking, and that was when we were we, we were one. You know what I mean? So I for some reason that song reminds me. So I always tell my friends in LA like your LA song reminds me of how we were champions. Um, but yeah, I mean Vernon Maxwell, you know what I mean? And Vernon, I feel I still feel like he was underrated because he was one of the only per he he held Jordan oh, better man. than anybody in the NBA, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I mean, oh, this Thorpe, Mario Ellie, you like, you know, uh, uh, Jesus, man. Was like, Clyde the Glide, what was he one of your faves? Clyde the Glide. Well, not one of my faves. Not one of my faves, but you know. He's Clyde the Glide. So you might be a role player guy. It sounds like you have an appreciation for, you know, you, the stars. Yes, we know, but you realize that there's a role for everyone, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Kenny the Jet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Kenny Smith. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I love that. Those years are my favorite Rockets years. Okay. Okay. That's when you were. That's when I was hard. And, I, and still, when people ask me my top, my top players, Olajuwon's still in there. Wow. I mean, I can you know see that. I mean, he's one of the greatest. You know what I mean? He's one of the greatest and he's underrated. And he's underrated still, I feel like. I feel still feel like he doesn't quite get, you know what I mean? And you know what? I have this theory that the guys who went about doing the job in the quiet and humble ways, didn't get the attention because I feel the same about Tim Duncan. I, I played college basketball at Wake Forest and go. you're going to hear about the Shaqs of the world. Shaq was big and he was loud. And not to say that, you know, that Shaq wasn't a greater player, but like those guys that just went about doing the business. The personality. Yes. Yes. Adds to, adds to it. I, I totally get that. That's the same thing in music, bro. It's probably most worlds. Like the same thing. If you have a really great talent, but if you're also like, your own marketing machine too. It, it it definitely helps. Yeah, that absolutely no, that absolutely helps. If Steph Curry talked mess, like if he talked more, he, he 
I don't even know where, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? I know. You never hear him talk. He barely ever talks, you know? The only thing we have on Steph is that he chews on his mouthpiece. It's like, that's the most yeah. intriguing thing he does. You're like, okay, we see something there. There's something. Um, so you, you mentioned just, and I was wondering this anyway, where do you see connections, if any, between music and sport? Like, do you, when you watch sport basketball, you know, are there things that you say, ah, you know, like that's something that is relatable to music or transferable? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, specifically jazz music. Um, I feel like there's definitely a, a connection between jazz music and basketball, um, because, when you play basketball, when you play any sport, but we're talking about basketball, you know, you can practice in your room all day. You can practice on the court all day. You can practice with people all day, but the game is literally never the same second to second. Nothing's the same ever. So you have to hone all of these different skills to be prepared for what's going to happen from second to second, because nothing is guaranteed. You don't know what's going to happen. There's no such thing as two games being exactly alike, two plays being exactly alike. There's no such thing as, you know what I mean? That doesn't exist. And that's what happens in jazz music. You know what I mean? When you play jazz music, nothing's ever the same. You don't know what's going to happen, but you have to be prepared for what's going to happen, you know? Yes, that is, that is, I love that because, you know, something that, I think happens in sport that goes underappreciated and to your point and music is just like, there is no real script. Like you come in with a plan, but you have to be flexible. You also have to consider things. And this is my first time thinking about this in music. Like I know when I played basketball, we would think about what arena are we playing in? What are going to be the challenges of the space we're in? You know, like if it was going to be a really loud arena, my coach would play this, you know, music all week while we were while we were practicing to kind of get us ready for environment. Is it small and intimate? Is it large? Is you know, like you try to prepare for all of these things, and every every time every opponent is different, right? Different players, different tendencies. You can scout, but you can never really fully prepared Never. because there's going to be things that happen that are beyond always, your control. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Great. yeah. Especially like you said, the venues that you're going to play, you know what I mean? I remember this is not jazz, but I remember cause you know, jazz, the, 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 the size of the venue stops at a certain point. Then it's like a pop show now, like, you know, but I remember when I'm my, one of my first gigs when I was playing with Maxwell and we were playing in uh, some big arena and I never played. I've I've never played with any artist that had that big of a female following, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we started playing, and and we have these. We 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 had in ears in our ears. Without you know, they were playing. So, uh, that was the thing that had to count off to me, and I started. It goes one, two, three, four, and then I start the song. It was this woman's work, right? He does the ah, thing. They scream so loud. And for so long, I didn't hear the one, two, three, four. So I couldn't even come in with my part. They had to cut the whole, we had to improvise the whole song because it starts with me and everything's on the grid computer. So once I start, if I don't start, nothing works. The drums, nothing works. And that shit just, it just went to shit. It just went away. You know what I mean? But we didn't, we never, we never prepared for that. 
I never prepared for that because I didn't. That was my first time being in that kind of situation. But now I know through experience, okay, this is a possibility. I, now I know if it ever happens again, yo, turn up this in my headphones and I'm going to need a flashlight for you to do, you know, I'm going to need, I, I'm now I know what the the backup plan is, but those, yeah, you're improvising. Improvise. That yep. was so, that, that, that's a really good point that like literally the venue, I always thought about this with sports too. Nerves. People don't talk about nerves when you're playing a sport. And I wonder how many people basketball in general, sports, athletes go through that you know what I mean Ooh, oh my goodness like in listening to you talk about even that situation with Maxwell I think about a point guard on the court like I, I'm, I played center if I didn't see what my point guard was calling if they're not saying it loud enough if it's so loud in the arena who knows what play I might run all it takes is one person to run a play wrong and everybody is off so same thing but nerves come into play when and this has happened to me in some big moments it, i mean it happens at least once in your career where the moment is so big and the nerves are so high you could have run this play 20 times in the last yep. 48 hours gone and you forget it and all of a sudden you don't you you i, I know i know i know what i'm supposed to run when they say texas but in this moment Over. Your nerves take over. over. That's the same thing when you yeah. win an award. Oh, yeah. Like when I first yeah. won my first Grammy, like when people get mad at people for not thanking them, like I'm like, okay, you've never stood on the stage. That's why you're saying that. Literally, when I won, I was like, and I had everything in my phone, you know, in my phone, so I didn't lose the paper. It's in my phone. I forgot my code to my phone that I've been <laughs> using for years. Just used it. I was looking at the thank yous while sitting down. <laughs> when I got up to that damn on that stage, I was like, all the numbers in the world came to me except my code. You know what I mean? Gone. That's this what Gone. happens. It's like God can't control yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Love that. This is game day. 
now I want to talk a little bit about game day for you. So do you, if you're going to take in a Rockets game, if you're there, do you want to be at home? Are you kind of person that likes like, you know, you got your big screen on and your chicken wings. Like what, what is a, what is your favorite way to take in a game? I like, I like it to be a, a party vibe. You know, I'm not like OMB by myself and like watch this game, but blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I like a party vibe. So I like, I'll, no, let me, I like a party vibe when everyone there likes the game. You know what I mean? When everyone there is to watch, to watch the game. They know what it is. I don't like the party vibe when people don't know what, that, what this, what's happening. And they're asking all kinds of random questions or they're having conversations about something else while I'm watching the game. You know, I want to argue about basketball. That's what I want to do. I want to have dates. I want to argue. I want to talk about what's happening on the screen. You know, I'm fine with that. With the wings. Yes. With the wings. With the wings. I was going to say, what kind of wings? If there ain't no wings, not sure if I want to watch oh. the game. It's not the same. Oh, all flats? Drumsticks? It's not the same. I, I could do both. Now, if you ask me what my favorite is, I'm a flat person. I'm a, See, me too. I'm a flat person. I like the little fatty. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's levels to the flat. Because once you eat all the meat, then there's the meat in between that bone. Which is the most important. I mean, it's got to be. Absolutely. It, it, and it's for me, I'm actually a dark meat girl. So me the drumstick too. is too close to the texture of a chicken breast, which is too dry. Doesn't have a, yeah, I'm with you. No, I'm flats all day and I'm barbecue. They dunk easier. They do. They yes, dunk they easier. Do. I'm you with you. The whole, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Oh, come on now. Wait, ranch or blue cheese though? I'm a blue. I used to be ranch. Most of my life, I was ranch. When I was in Texas, I was ranch. But here in the last seven, eight years, I've kind of moved over to blue okay. cheese. Okay. See, I'm still blue cheese, but I'm open. I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm still ranch, but I'm open to an occasional blue cheese. It just depends on my mood. But I, I am, I'm a ranch girl all the way, and I'm a, I'm a barbecue. I don't know if you're like a hot wing. I love barbecue. I, I'm a, okay. Good. I'm a lemon pepper in a barbecue. Okay. See, I'm in the ATL, so of course I gotta love lemon pepper. But you know. <laughs> but you get lemon pepper and put the barbecue sauce on top of it. Oh, so you doing a lot? Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, lemon pepper wet. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, you got it. Okay, we might have to take in the game together. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you have a game that you've attended that stands out in your mind? Like, was there ever a game where you were? Absolutely. Okay, tell me about it. I was I was side court. I was on the court when uh we just when we lost to Golden State uh in Houston. And I think we were only down by like nine. Harden worked his butt off. I think he had like probably 50 points or something, you know, something in there. But I remember I I ended up on the court. I was sitting in the box with uh Bun B and um I think Pow Wow, who else was there? It was a few like Houston cats, you know what I mean? But somehow I made my way down. I got down there. I forgot how I got down by the court, but it worked out. And I was down there <laughs> for like a little while. Watch, but I but I, I was at that game. I was at that wow. game. Wow. And and do you find most people do that like there's a big difference when you're that close, whether it's the the size and speed of the athletes, the intensity of it, the athleticism. Like, what do you notice being that close? Being that close, it, yeah, it's like, it's almost like, it's like when you watch a movie, it's one thing, but when you're on the set, it's a totally different thing. You know what I mean? Things look harder <laughs> when you're there. <laughs> you realize they are harder. TV makes it look easier. You know what I mean? But it's like, oh, shoot. And you realize how 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 huge these, even the smallest people 
that you think is small on TV because you're comparing it to everything else. When you bring your little butt there, you know, right. what I mean? people think I'm a specimen. Yeah. They'd be like, yo, you are huge. No, I'm smaller than the smallest guy. <laughs> and then be out on the court. Right, out on the court. Wait, how tall are you? I'm 6'2". Okay, I'm 6'4". So I yeah. got you a couple yeah. inches. But it's yeah. funny, you look short here. I am not. But you look but like you, a short but person. You know why? You know why that probably is? Well, my so my inseam is a 38. My legs are very long. So like my torso is long too, but a majority of my height is in my legs. So yeah, I could see how that, I think it's, no, it. not at all. Yeah, you have you have little features. I little do have kind of little hands. Yeah, for, yeah, for a tall yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for no, tall we, woman, exactly. we were standing and they like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're six four. <laughs> Like the, yeah, you hear the squeaking. You hear when you right there, it's just like, oh snap! And you see how hard they actually hit each other, and how much is and you like he had his crazy. hand right in his face, and he still nailed that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 a big difference, huge difference. And just being there with the seeing how they have to play through the crowd because when you're on TV, when you're watching TV, right. you don't hear the crowd noise the same. Not even you close. can't hear the crowd noise the same. You when you're there, you see the distractions they have to deal with too, you know, and that's that's a whole different thing. And you see you the know? jarring and the little conversations that are happening and the interaction with officials yeah. and all of the things. All yeah, that. no, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So, do you have a group chat that you know, like of of people, or do you have any friends that like you know when the Rockets are playing, y'all are going back and forth on the on the chat on the text or anything? Yeah, I have a few. I have a few friends that that will will just uh. Yo, you know, say a little stuff. I don't have like a, it's not a, a necessarily a group chat, but there's like two or three of my homeboys that I know we're going to have a, we're going to be talking about this game at some point, you know, in the night. Yo, you watch the game? Yo, so, you know, just have a little, 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 little things. Or I have friends that if they're playing Houston, they're on, they're, 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 they're rooting for the other team. You know, I know they're from Philadelphia or they're from, you know what I mean? Speaking of which, your guy Harden, like, you, you, Harden, are you yeah. just so sad he's gone? Like, you, Woody, how you feeling? I think we missed our chance. It's going to be a long time before we get it. I think we got super close with Harden. Really, I mean, the closest that in a while, you know, and since 94, 95, I mean, for 94, 95, that's the closest. I mean, we were within, and you think about it, he, I mean, he didn't have much help. Either you know what I mean? Like in those times, he didn't have much help, and he almost got us there. You know, so I I I miss him for that respect. You know what I mean for sure. But I I understand why he had to bounce. Yeah. Well, and and and, and he came up short in some he instances did. too. You know, oh, what I'm saying sure. there was some there was some playoff games where James Harden wasn't James Har James Harden. Very true. I feel like he didn't have a real number. He never had a real true number yeah. two. I can I can see that. No. The real way, you know, Chris Paul was kind of hurt already. You know, I mean, you know, eh, I feel like if James, if James would have had a true number two and can get some rest, you know, that he's just tired. First of all, he dribbles too much. He dribbles a lot. He would dribble a lot, a lot, a lot. He still, you know, he out dribbled the Warriors, top three. He, uh, yo, there was one in the, I think it was the the final game. He had five hundred and fifty dribbles. They added Steph. They added Steph, Draymond, and um, Clay. And Clay. They had five hundred dribbles all together. You know what I mean. And but, that's but that's something that makes 
the warrior special like that's actually something that probably never happens if you look in the history of the nba is three of your top guys that limit the dribble like that's what makes them they move off of the pass so well i mean they don't have to you know hold on to the ball for too long you know that's something they're big on you know give it give them giving the ball up not over dribbling passing shooting yeah and steph's great off the screen he works so hard without the ball exactly so yeah. hard without the ball Harden don't work yeah. hard without the ball yeah <laughs> but i still feel like they could have won one championship before that all happened because look at where russ is and look at where james is i do want to ask about um your current residency or playing at the blue note um i know you're gonna be bringing in some amazing people i was like drooling over you and layla hathaway um, by the way, I didn't say this at the top, huge fan of your work. I actually got to watch you um, at the City Winery in Atlanta. And I was like, who is this guy? I'm going to go like downloading all of your music, like just I'm a huge fan. But um, yeah, so what 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 are you most excited about when you look at, um, you know, who you have coming up? I had Layla, Jill Scott um, popped up. Yeah, I put it. I, so I put a bunch of videos on my IG. So you'll see a video of there of Jill. Oh, that's going to be uh, awesome. Kim Burrell came through. Uh, PJ Morton just came through. Miguel came through. Oh, I you love know. Miguel. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Chappelle came through, of course. Um, you know, a lot of cats today. I have um, Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Most Deaf, um, for the rest of the week. So him, I have him and Bilal together. That's going to be so uh, dope. So what's been your favorite moment so far? At the blue that's, note, that's super impossible. I don't know. One of my one of the great moments I feel there's mm, one of the greatest moments that happened is because it's not it's something abnormal. It's not just an artist showing up and we're jamming, but it was like I had three great artists on stage together: Andre Day, Layla Hathaway, and Jill Scott. Oh my goodness! They did at the same time, and that that's the thing I like to try to do. It's 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 curating something that you don't you've never seen before. You did you that you you can't you can't type that in anywhere. That happened at that happened here. You know what I mean? So when I have people like that, I love to try to get them on stage together just to to, to see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I tried to get up in there. I was in New York a couple weeks ago and I wasn't able to slide, but I was like, oh, you were. I, I did look it up. I did. I was. I did. I did. My good friend, I have a good friend, Kim Wilson, who um, actually works at Sirius, um, who is a big fan of yours. And she was like, oh, I went last week. It was so amazing. So I was trying to slot in, but I couldn't make it work. Um, I, I had a um, um, Thundercat playing with me and that was Halloween. And Common hit me up right before we went on stage. Like, yo, I'm in New York. I'm going to fall through. So he came through and jumped on, you know, and rocked, rocked with us for like you know, 15, 20 minutes, just literally just off, you know, just, you know what I mean? But that's literally what this, it, what it is and what it breeds. I was already struggling. And then you go throw Common out here and just let me know you just threw him on the lineup. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, and, and honestly, I mean, what you're telling me right now is Jordan brings in LeBron, who then brings in Steph Curry, who then brings in KD, who, right. see, that's not even fair. Not even fair. That's dope. What do you have coming up after that, after the Blue Note residency? After that, I'm doing the Kennedy Center. I'm doing a Black Radio, the 10-year anniversary of Black Radio. So it's the 10-year anniversary of that record. And we're doing a big show at the Kennedy Center on November 13th. So there I have um, 
Yasin Bey, um, Michelle Negocello, Layla Hathaway, and Bilal. And then I have um, an orchestra, my friend Derek Hodges arranging with, with uh, an orchestra. So we're going to do a lot of the songs with with the orchestra. And then I have Apion Crockett coming to like host it. Ooh, I see him from D.C. too. I'm looking. I'm going to have to. D.C.? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come over and then we go to Ben's Chili Bowl. Let, yes. Or go get some mambo sauce. Now that's the sauce you need on them chicken wings. Have you ever had mambo, mambo sauce in DC? I don't think I don't think oh, so. Oh, put it on the list. Mambo sauce. So. We're famous for our but, uh, Really? Mambo yep, sauce. Mambo sauce with your chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. You can get it. There's a place on Howard's campus. I just went to their homecoming last week. That is incredible. But yeah, mambo sauce and have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Dogs are an important part of our lives, and keeping them protected is a top priority, especially against nasty parasites. That's why you gotta check out NextGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus chews provide one and done monthly protection that kills fleas and ticks, prevents heartworm disease, plus, it treats and controls roundworms and hookworms. That's a whole lot of protection packed into a delicious beef flavored, soft chew designed to make monthly dosing easy and enjoyable. So the next time you're at the vet, ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. They're the one-and-done monthly parasite protection you want for your dog. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Chicken wings. Welcome to Crunch Time. So I want to finish up. I don't want to keep you too long uh, with our crunch time section. And what that is, is rapid fire. I'm just going to ask you five questions about the Rockets. You give me the first answer that comes to mind. And yeah, we'll move through it. All right. Ready? Okay. Most prized Rockets memorabilia. I have a uh, Harden jersey that the Rockets gave me. Um, it's blue. What? Yeah, they they send it to me. Yeah, it's a blue hardened jersey. Dope. I've worn it once, but now I just put it away. <laughs> it, is it and it's one of one? I don't I don't think it's one of one. I've never seen one before, but I'm sure. They, I was gonna say I haven't either. Yeah, I've never seen it anywhere else, but I can't say it's one of one. But it's definitely not normal. I'll, I'll say that. Wow. Well, we'll say it was one on one for the purposes <laughs> of this show. Absolutely. Um, your favorite basketball movie? Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. I don't get that one often. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean that's second. Second is um, he got game. 
Okay. Yeah, then Love and Basketball. Yep, you, can you know, I can go down the thing, but White Man Can't Jump is my first as a movie. Yeah. If you could dunk on one Rockets rival player, who would it be? I mean, I would dunk on Shaq. Everybody wants to dunk on Shaq. You have one extra ticket to game seven of the finals. Who would you bring? I, I'd probably take my son, Riley. Last but not least, one word to describe your Rockets fandom. I would say... Uh... True. Ooh, another new word. So we have we never get repeats. You guys are just so creative. <laughs> it's great. I love it. This has been so Absolutely. great. I appreciate your time. Absolutely, for sure. For sure. For sure. Lots of fun. Like I said, big fan of, of what you Thank do, you. but now also a fan of your sports knowledge. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Absolutely. good luck with everything. For sure. And uh boom. Peace and love. Absolutely. Sure. Thank you. you can find Huge Fan on Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and share so other Huge Fans can find us. And don't forget to follow the show or subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. That'll do it for this round of Huge Fan, the podcast where stars talk sports. I'm LaChina Robinson. Until next time, keep rooting your guts out. Go Budos Band! Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.